It is zero hour thirty universal time, and here is the news in special English. Engineers in Japan are using chemicals, sawdust, and torn newspaper to stop radioactive water leaking from the Fukushima Daiichi power station. It was severely damaged in a huge earthquake and tsunami, March 11th. The engineers are trying to stop the radioactive water from leaking into the Pacific Ocean. Saturday, workers at the station found a hole in the station, from which the water appeared to be leaking. They tried to close the hole first with concrete. And later with a liquid plastic material, but a spokesman for the Tokyo Electric Power Company says there has been no change in radiation levels in the coastal waters near the station. Japanese officials say it could take months to stop radiation leaking into the ocean. Also Sunday, TEPCO officials said. The remains of two workers killed in the tsunami have been found at the station. A strong earthquake has shaken the southern port of Java, Indonesia's main island. Officials released a tsunami warning briefly. Hundreds of people in the town of Cilacap fled for higher ground after the quake. There are no reports of injuries or damage. American scientists say the earthquake was centered 318 kilometers from Java. They say it began 24 meters below the sea floor. The American experts measured the earthquake at 6.7 in magnitude. Indian experts recorded it at just over. Seven. French forces in Ivory Coast have taken control of the airport in Abidjan. French troops are using the airport to remove foreigners who are fleeing the country. Three hundred more troops are also expected to fly into the city to help United Nations peacekeeping forces in Ivory Coast. Forces loyal to the internationally recognized leader Alassane Ouattara have taken control of much of the country in the past week. They appear set to oust President Laurent Gbagbo. Mr. Ouattara defeated Mr. Gbagbo in the presidential election in November. However, the president has refused to leave office. Some troops loyal to Mr. Bagbo have surrendered to the UN. Others have fled to Ghana. The international community is calling on fighters from both sides to avoid attacks on civilians. Nigeria has postponed national elections after canceling a vote on Saturday. Officials announced a new voting timeline Sunday. Nigerians are to choose lawmakers on April 9th, then vote for president on April 16th, 
and state governors on April 26th. The Saturday election was canceled as voters stood in line. Officials announced then that the election would take place Monday. But in a statement Sunday, the election chairman said political groups wanted a further delay. The delays have caused anger across the country. Nigerian officials blame the delay on supply companies who failed to get ballots to voting stations on time. Elections four years ago were marked by violence, cheating, and disorganization. Citizens in Kazakhstan voted Sunday in a presidential election. President Nursultan Nazarbayev is widely expected to win re-election. The 70-year-old leader's term is to end in 2012. But he called for an early presidential election Saturday. He had earlier rejected a proposed national vote that would have extended his rule until 2020. The government will release the election results Monday. Mr. Nazarbayev has ruled Kazakhstan since it was a part of the Soviet Union. The main opposition leaders in Kazakhstan called for voters to boycott this election. They said there had not been enough time to organize a full election campaign. Syrian President Bashar al-Assad has appointed former Agriculture Minister Adil Safar as the new Prime Minister and asked him to form a new cabinet. Mr. Safar is a member of the ruling Ba'ath Party. His appointment comes as thousands attended the funerals of eight protesters killed on Friday. Human rights groups say at least 60 people have been killed since the demonstrations for reform began. Mr. Safar worked at Damascus University until he was named to the cabinet that resigned last week. The Syrian president has called for reforms, including the creation of a committee to study ending Syria's unpopular emergency law. Emergency officials in Pakistan say two bomb explosions have killed 41 people. More than 70 others are wounded. The explosion happened near a Sufi Muslim holy place in the Dera Ghazi Khan area of Punjab province. Officials say they believe two suicide attackers exploded their bombs while in a crowd of people. Thousands of people had gathered there for a religious ceremony when the attack took place. Police say they have arrested two suspects. The Taliban has claimed responsibility. Officials in southern Afghanistan say 
Two more people were killed Sunday during a third day of protests against the burning of a Quran. At least twenty others were wounded. Most of the injuries happened in Kandahar when a container of gas exploded. Hundreds of demonstrators were in the streets at the time. There was also a protest in the eastern city of Jalalabad. A Christian clergyman in the American state of Florida burned the Quran on March 20th. The top commander of international forces in Afghanistan has condemned Terry Jones' act. General David Petraeus also offered his sympathies to the families of those hurt and killed in the protests. The civilian representative of NATO made similar statements. And now, briefly, here again is the major news of the hour in special English. Engineers in Japan are using chemicals, sawdust, and torn newspaper to stop radioactive water leaking from the Fukushima Daiichi power station. Greek officials say they have received a message that Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi says he wants an end to the fighting in Libya. And in Ivory Coast, French forces have taken control of the airport in Abidjan. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.